time to take the next step with Looney Libis. Welcome back to The Next Step. We haven't done one of these podcasts in quite a while, not because I haven't been busy. I've run a couple more accelerators. I started a program teaching angels how to do angel investing, and I launched a new investment holding company in Africa. And in this pandemic and then some since the last episode, I've received a ton of pitches, both pitch decks and paragraphs and long-worded descriptions, just a lot of ways of pitching me ideas. And while I wrote a whole book on how to write a pitch deck, it just seems like that information is not out there in, in a good enough form yet. So let's try this. Let's try a podcast sub-series inside the next step, but slide by slide, let's walk you through what's expected in a pitch deck. Let's walk you through the process from the point of view of the investor, because that's who you're pitching to, right? You want the investor to write you a check, and therefore you need to understand from their point of view what they're expecting, what excites them, what makes them want to keep talking to you. And that's the whole point of a pitch deck. This is an important piece of information that most first-time entrepreneurs just, just simply don't understand. The point of a pitch is not to convey everything about your idea and your company or your progress to the investor so that they write a check, because no investor is going to write a check just hearing one pitch. The point of a pitch is to get them engaged in a conversation. It's to tease them just enough, to get them just interested enough to ask you some questions. And now you're in a conversation with the investors and hopefully you give them answers that lead to more questions and onward until finally they say, oh, okay, this looks good enough, I'm gonna write that check. So when you're sending an email to an investor and you want them to click on that link to open your pitch or you want them to just open the attachment if you've attached it in the email, you have to say something that's interesting enough and novel enough to make them wanna do that because their default is to just not. Their default is to just skip and go to the next email. Investors are busy. So how do you do that? How do you make your first line interesting enough to get people to look at the next line? Well, this is what we do on the first day of Fledge. We work on our one-line pitches. And the process I teach to get to a great one-line pitch is to not start with a one-line pitch. It's to start with a paragraph or two. So sit down right now and in one paragraph, describe what problem you're solving. This is another mistake that first-time entrepreneurs make, especially tech entrepreneurs. No offense, but especially tech entrepreneurs. They usually start with an app that blah, 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 or a platform that blah, 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 blah. You know what? That's starting with the solution. We want to start with the problem. We, the investors, want to know if you're solving a problem that we care about or if others care about. So sit down and write a paragraph that describes what problem you're solving and write a paragraph describing your solution to that problem. Now look at those two paragraphs. Does the solution actually fit the scale of the problem? If you say, hey, we have a problem, it's climate change. And if your solution is just gonna save a few tons of carbon, it's not gonna dramatically change the world, pick a smaller problem. The scale of the problem you describe has to match the scale of the solution. Okay, now you have two paragraphs. Now the next part of the exercise, one paragraph. So take your two paragraphs, Take the best words of those two paragraphs and make one paragraph that describes your problem and your solution. A sentence or two on problem, a sentence or two on solution, not one longer paragraph, one paragraph of the same length. Do that, then step back and read that and iterate over it and question every word in that paragraph to see if that word is needed or not. 
If that word doesn't add to the, the description, if it doesn't add to the, to the intrigue of what you're doing, take it out. If you see two words together and you think of a better way to describe it, a more interesting way, great. Swap that in and out. Do the editing to make one really nice, tight paragraph. Okay, then this whole exercise, this, this paragraph, see, it's to take you a few hours. This is not something you do in 10 minutes. You should be iterating on it and, and trying out different ways of doing it. All right, and finally, when you have one paragraph that describes what you do, put that aside. That's a useful thing to have. That might be what you use in your email, but probably not because the last step of the exercise, yeah, one sentence. I want one sentence that doesn't describe the whole problem and the whole solution because that would be the whole paragraph you wrote. I want one sentence that says just enough that makes me want to read the rest of the paragraph. And so sometimes it's the problem. And sometimes it's the solution, but usually it's a mix of the two. It's something, something interesting. What I really want out of this exercise is one interesting sentence that makes me ask another question. For example, my favorite of all times of this was African chicken. It goes like this. African chicken solves the problems of hunger, poverty, and unemployment with a chicken. Pause. Stop. No more words after that. And just be clear, not, hi, my name is John Kyra. I'm here to tell you about African chicken because that's not an interesting sentence. I, I got your name, which I didn't, honestly, sorry, but I didn't care about. I got the name of your company. And again, honestly, I didn't care about that either. What I want to know is what problem you're solving and how you do it. And that's why that one sentence is great. African chicken solves the problems of hunger, poverty, and unemployment with a chicken. Now, when John said this line, and he, I heard it a hundred times while he was at Fledge, this is years and years ago, every single time he laid out that line to a new audience, somebody laughed. Not everybody laughed, but somebody in the audience would laugh because it's an interesting line. We're laying out you know, two big problems and one pretty big problem, and the solution is just not, it's just unexpected. The solution is a chicken. And so, of course, we get the little laugh, which just calms everyone down. And then we get the inevitable question. The inevitable question is how? How do you solve this with a chicken? And he wins. Every time somebody says, how does that work? John wins because John's now in a conversation with an investor who's all nice and calm because they just laughed or they just were amused or you know, they're intrigued. They want to know more. That's the point of a pitch. So look for a one-line pitch like that that leaves them hanging with a little bit of suspense or, or a little bit of something that's interesting, a little storytelling in here. Another example, it's a company I, whose pitch deck I use an example all the time, it's Ensembuco. Their opening line at demo day, their opening line was, access to financial services is a fundamental human right. Again, pause, leave the silence in the room at that point, because that's an interesting sentence. It's, it's bordering on confrontational. Access to financial services is a fundamental human right. It's not one of the problems we hear over and over again. We don't hear, oh my God, there's climate change coming, or oh my God, there's, there's hungry people in the world. No, 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 this is about banking. And somehow we're tying banking to fundamental human rights. And it makes the audience at least stop and think and go, what? Did I hear that right? And then you can come in with the second sentence that, that starts to explain what you're doing right after that. But you've got their attention. You got their attention by mixing together fundamental human right and finance. Okay, and with that, now your exercise is to go and make one sentence. And then next week, we'll start talking about the actual pitch deck. 
because now you have a sentence that will get people to open your pitch deck. Till then.